Cool. What's up? Welcome back to Conjecture and Lecture. It's been a couple weeks and we are uh, excited to be here. Riley, how's it going, dude? It's going so well. I'm just so excited for this episode. I've been watching so much hockey lately. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be pretty much uh, hockey-centered, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Um, it's kind of funny. We were thinking about what to do for a, a hockey episode. You and I both kind of have a little passion for it. Oh, you yeah, know. big time. You have a huge one, yeah, and uh, it's definitely something that's been budding in me for a while. But um, we're like, what should we do for a hockey episode? And and there were so many options. We were thinking hockey movies, random things about the league. I mean, it just seemed kind of, uh, like I said, all over the place. And then you brought up the WHA. Dude, we just got to get into it. It's just, it's so exciting. I'm going to start getting on it here soon, and I'm not going to be able to stop. But since you mentioned hockey movies, I got to say, what's your favorite hockey movie? Um, I think of all the ones that I've, I can only think of a couple that I've seen and I feel like they're all the Mighty Ducks ones. I know you mentioned Ice Guardians. Is that the one you mentioned? Yeah, that one's a documentary. Okay. Yeah. Good. I haven't, uh, I'm trying to, oh, I guess there is the, um, what's the, uh, Miracle. That's a pretty good one. Miracle song. Um, God, what? Dude. I guess, uh, like the first 10 minutes, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you seen Slapshot with Paul Newman? No, uh, that one's in the save tab as well. Dude, that is the best hockey movie without a doubt. Is it uh, like a comedy one? Yeah, it's so good. When they have like actual on ice footage, it's so good. When uh, when did that come out? That was like 70, mid 70s, mid to late 70s. Okay. I remember watching it as a kid and just thinking like, these guys wearing, aren't wearing helmets playing hockey. And I like, think that's one of them I had saved. So there's this dude at the, so at, at Tiburon, there's this small little bar right next to it that I find myself frequenting in the summer. It's called The Waterfall. Uh-huh. And um, this year, since hockey was so messed up with COVID, they kept having games, you know, going all up into the summer. Yeah. And so in June, I would basically stop by and see what games were on. And then when Stanley Cup time rolled around, they're off of the NHL app. So I had to actually go to a bar to watch it anyways. Anyways, there's I was talking to the waitress one night, and I was like, hey, can you please turn it to the hockey game? And it got to a point where when I would come in, she would just flip it, which was awesome. Yeah. And then she, when she brought me my drink one time, she goes, you know, you and only one other guy come in here and ask for hockey. Are and there's like, a, Yeah. And then I was like, well, next time he's in here, point him out to me. And so... The next time I went in there, he he was in there watching the game, and he had longer hair, total, total dude. Yeah. And uh, anyways, long story short, he recommended me some movies, and I think, I th- oh, yeah, it was Slapshot. Dude, yes. Slapshot, and then The Last Gladiators. The Last Gladiators is pretty good, too, but Slapshot is like the pinnacle of hockey movies. Damn. Yeah, that's been saved in my Google tabs, like on my phone since like June. <laughs> oh, well, perfect, dude. And it's I so, need to watch it. It's ideal because it literally aligns with the timeline of the WHA. Okay. So it's like perfect. Sweet. Well, dude, before we jump in too crazy, uh, how have you been? I know it's been a little bit. It's pretty good. We I see mean, each other at work, but, yeah, uh, you know, like, for all the people that might be like, hey, it's been a little while. Dude, it's just, it's always, uh, I always, I, I can't decide if I want to call it apathy or entropy, but it's just this nonstop movement where it's like I'm on autopilot. Yeah. Yeah. It, I feel like I get that way in the fall, especially once yeah. like the routine is finally like locked in. I'm used to the Monday through Friday stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, with some of the shorter weeks, it's been harder to get on that, but I will say that just just having that routine schedule makes me sort of like an autopilot, I would say. Um, I mean, we were, to be honest, guys, we were planning on doing this episode last week, yeah. uh, but I ended up getting sick, and it friggin' 
sucked. I, I don't know. It just would have sounded bad. Either it would have sounded like I had stuffles or, or yeah, a snuffles, whatever it's called. Yeah, it's Stuffed up deal. nose. Yeah. <laughs> or my throat would have been killing me, but uh, I'm ready to rock. Yeah, dude. I mean, we both had shit come up in the... In oh, the God. Recent, yeah, recent yeah. You days, want to tell him so. about your car? <laughs> yeah, some fucker broke into my car. <laughs> Stole oh, nothing. Oh, man. So Is that... Is that Twice at the same apartment? That is three times. First time I've ever had damage to my car, but, like, they just broke the window, didn't go through anything. Yeah. It's Dude, just, I can't even imagine. I mean, I've had my car attempted to be broken into in my college parking lot. Um, they basically were trying – I had a stereo in there, and they were trying to get the window down, and they basically – it almost looked like they had pried it open a little bit, and then mm-hmm. they were – pressing down on it to try to like i don't know if just like remove it they didn't smash it i figured it'd be easier to smash it yeah anyways my window was broken for the whole entire time i used the car i basically if i was going to roll the window down i had to want it down for like a few days because to get it back up i basically had to like hold it in place and like <laughs> keep it on the tracker was that your matrix no that was my honda civic oh, okay yes all right, all right. oh my right yeah i had a prelude and then i had a civic both of them were red and i was i was uh very obsessed with Honda when Damn, I was dude, in high the, school the and red college. Wow, that's that's iconic. Oh man, yeah, was it an 03? No, it was a '94. Oh damn, <laughs> Sick, nice. Dude. Yeah, it had Wait, little flip up headlights. Uh, the in the the dash, it looked like it was like a Tron dashboard. Like the um, RPMs and all like the information, it went all the way across. Like so, on the passenger side, oh, there was some shit. like stuff on their side too. It was cool. That's dude. so interesting. You know who used to do that? Saturn. Every Saturn oh. car was like that. And yeah. I would always, one of my buddies had a Saturn and I'd get in there every time and I'd be like, God damn, they're really trying to go with like the whole planetary vibe yep. in here. Like Fits the company's the called Sa- yeah. Saturn and then you get in there and it's like, am I piloting Hal? Like, is something going to pop up next to me? Uh, when I was growing up, my dad had like a white Saturn. It's just a small little coupe. And he had that until, I don't know if it was until he was out of law school or until we had our sister Lauren in the family and it was too small of a car or what, but I mean, it was a small little stick shift Saturn. And I remember just, you know, growing up and like, man, I want to drive a stick shift when I grow up. Yeah. Even though it was just a little puny little Saturn. I mean, I feel like my dad liked that car. I don't know. I have memories riding in it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, but the whole point about the stick shift, there is something about driving a manual transmission where it's oh, like, man. I am one with the vehicle. Uh, no, no, that's what it <laughs> is. And that explaining that to somebody who's never driven stick and even people that have that aren't they're like yeah whatever like why it's not that big of a deal but there's certain people that you meet and they're like no like you have to have the clutch you know whenever they have these tiptronic or electronic shifting things it's just it's not the same you know or yeah people that are like oh i have like paddle shifters like dude it's not yeah it's not i mean yeah maybe it's manual but there's something about the extra work with just the clutch gas oh yeah yeah, don't it's get me wrong. I mean, the the dual clutch paddle shifters look badass, They're but cool, yeah. I would much rather just smash my left foot into the ground <laughs> and fucking hit that shifter. It just feels uh, so good, dude. I know. That was the hardest part about getting rid of the Matrix. Yeah. I freaking love that car. That was my Jetta, too. Yeah. Or my Passat, <laughs> my Passat. Same deal. Uh, if I didn't if I didn't have a little crotch rocket now, I I would definitely have something else that I think just would get that feeling yeah I don't know, the shifting feeling oh it's so satisfying just the 
Yeah. Second to third was always my favorite. Yeah. Second yeah. Third. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Once, <laughs> once you hit that takeoff speed, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. you <laughs> kind of put, put me back a little bit. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when your head, the back of your head taps the seat, then you're like, yeah, all right, mm-hmm. here we go. Yes. Holy moly. Well, yeah, good to catch up. I will say it's just, uh, it's been a little bit fun to actually sit down and, yeah, dude. and have a little podcast action. Um, but yeah, we can, do, I mean, as far as hockey goes, I think, I, I think the best place to start would just be like how we got into it before we even jump in right into the WHA. Okay. Um, so, I mean, you, I remember you told me one day pretty shortly after I met you, just some of the sports that you were into when you uh-huh. were younger Yep. and, uh, you had mentioned that you mostly had done like contact sports and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. and, yeah. uh, hockey came up. So yeah. how'd you get into that? Uh, I remember just like friends and I would just smack pucks around like in somebody's basement or something like that. And then like, it just started just going and going and going. And it was like, my parents were pretty active about like taking us to ice rinks and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I was always just like, I'd step on the ice and I'd be like, Oh, this just feels good. Like it just feels right. Ice skating is badass. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. There's just a different element to it. And, uh, I don't know. It just kind of took off from there. Just, how old were you? Sports. I mean, we'd always go to the ice rinks. We lived on a pond when I was a little kid. So oh, damn. when I was like six years old, my dad was like on your guys's farm property. No, no, this was before he moved to Iowa. And my dad would walk out on the ice with a snowblower and he just, and then we'd skate on it. Were you not born in Iowa? No, I was born in Virginia. I did not know that. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe dude. I did. We bounced I way all over the place. Like Holy shit. Virginia, Pennsylvania, Ohio, uh, Michigan, Iowa, Illinois, Iowa. And yeah, we what? just, yeah, we were all over the Damn, place. Yeah. Dude. My dad's originally from Michigan. So like that was something he did when he was a kid. Okay. I remember you telling me that's kind of why you were a Red Wings guy. Yeah. Your dad was. Yeah. Um, yeah. But dude, that's crazy. I had I, my mind is blown, folks. I had no idea. I feel like <laughs> yeah. I've known you for a long time. Maybe you've told me that, but yeah. god damn, that's yeah. crazy. We were like nomadic. <laughs> that sounds like a really good story. Why did you guys move around a lot? Uh, my dad and both my parents, like they had worked for like really big production companies. So like they both worked for Post. They both worked for, or my mom worked for Kraft for a little while. Um, but my dad just kept bouncing between like engineering, uh, like managing positions was he working at like the plants yeah 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 so he's he's been a project manager for the most part so damn that's really cool nice so then you guys ended up in iowa and that's when you started playing hockey or it was even before that um i mean started skating before that but then it was like a lot of my friends in iowa were into hockey which was weird because like it, it doesn't seem like a hockey state you know but then uh yeah we'd go to people's basements we just absolutely smack pucks or yeah. smack tennis balls and i remember like do you remember playing welts yeah with like the ping pong balls yes. yeah we would just absolutely launch ping pong balls with hockey sticks at oh one another. <laughs> nice that's yeah. funny dude. so it just kind of like ignited it and then we'd play uh uh floor hockey we'd play roller hockey we'd play um like we'd go into the street with the little Franklin rubber balls yep. and things like that. And yeah, it was just, I mean, it was fun. And then from there, I don't know, we didn't have a high school league or anything like that. And I was wrestling and doing stuff like that. So got back into it in college. And then now, I mean, continuing as nice. much as I can. Did yeah. you, uh, did you play on a rec team in college? Yeah, we had like for a very brief time, we'd go in the winter and we'd play rec league and it was like nice fucking 11 o'clock at night oh one of those kind of rec leagues yeah 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 and like we we always would sign up for the d-league bracket like where if you 
breathed on somebody a little too hard, they'd give you a penalty. Oh, what? Just like, yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. And then uh, did you play when you were in high school or just like middle Mm-mm. school? Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. Yeah, so it was just like a, a whole lot of, you know, fucking around. Yeah, no, that's that's <laughs> super cool. Yeah, it's one of those sports where I, uh, I wanted to kind of check it out. I know it was really expensive, and my parents were always good about letting us try bunch of different sports is just one that uh, I never really did that my brother tried both of these he tried baseball and karate or he did like a kenpo mm-hmm. um, and for I don't know if it was because I didn't want to you know do the same stuff he did or what I just never really got into those mm-hmm. um, but I guess he never tried basketball and I had tried basketball uh, anyways so mm-hmm. long story short is a, a sport that I, I liked it was cool um, I mean I definitely remember playing floor hockey and gym yeah it's actually uh, I got one of my adult teeth when I was in like fourth or fifth grade I can't remember chip doing um, uh, a floor hockey game at no school. way dude my mom had to come pick me up at school I was in the nurse's office and they had part of my tooth it was like a small little triangle my one of my main front teeth here uh-huh. and um so they took it they couldn't glue it back on so they had to basically make like a little fake tooth and they glued it and they did like a dying thing and yeah for a Damn. little while like it was really really white and now it's pretty much the same color if I had like probably a light on it you could probably tell damn um but yeah it was it was crazy dude, I definitely remember it like vividly that's so funny <laughs> Because shout out to Chris, that's how I smashed the fuck out of Chris's teeth oh. <laughs> in elementary school. We were playing floor hockey, and I pushed him from behind. Oh and man, did he have smaller teeth then, or adult I, teeth? Uh, they were no, there were teeth there for yeah. sure. I can't remember if there was baby teeth or his adult teeth, but I just remember. <laughs> His lip was just <laughs> fucked. <laughs> it looked like a duck bill. <laughs> oh, no. That's yeah. so funny. And, uh, dude, yeah. Oh, my God. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. You had the same experience, yeah. though. No, that was hockey. definitely, uh, I, I remember that vividly. And then uh, my dad's old law office, they used to get uh, tickets to the Omaha Lancers games. Mm-hmm. So we'd go check those out every once in a while. And then I honestly hadn't been to a game in probably like 10 years and then when emmy and i uh were in college we'd look for something fun to go do so uh-huh. we'd go down to sioux city and uh, they had the same league the ushl yep um but they had the sioux city musketeers dude that's a solid team so dude. yeah it actually was yeah. really fun like we probably went to maybe four or five games in the times we were at usd just nice. to go you know on a date night we'd go grab some food and then go over to the muskies game yeah uh but i actually be i felt like i was starting to say the chance and getting into it. <laughs> like, yeah like yeah. a little fanboy it's a different dynamic yeah you yeah. just really get in with the crowd i don't know it's fun plus those smaller games the rink is smaller and you're like right there well there's that wow. and then the fact that it's so echoic in there you're mm-hmm. like oh it's reverberating you can feel it and then like just the sense of like being an ass about when your team scores and you you got the hey you suck chant yep. and everything like that yeah we had the cedar rapids rough riders and i remember every time you go in there they give you cowbells and you just shake the hell out of is them is that the same league too Mm, I think they're a step below okay. the Musketeers because, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I I would have to double check that. I just can't remember what teams are in there. I remember uh, there's there's like Lincoln Stars, there's a Sioux Falls one, and there's definitely a Kearney one. It's like Tri-City Storm or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, th- that was always kind of fun. And then we have UNO hockey here. Yeah, um, which is a big deal. Yeah, no, it's like a big really big. Deal. I feel like a, a an NHL team or even like a a minor league team that would like feed into the Blues or the because I mean we our minor league baseball feeds into the Royals. Yeah, um, but I I just feel like those teams would would do well here. Omaha really supports. I mean, we support our teams, dude. Well, soccer, baseball. I mean, Creighton basketball. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, and like the way that um, 
UNO hockey can compete with like Providence mm-hmm. or Maine or um, some Anchorage. of the Minnesota teams. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Absolutely. Like they put up a good ass fight. But a lot of their players aren't from Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we got exactly. a few minor league hockey teams, but I mean, if you look at their bench, I mean, it's basically mostly Minnesota. And there's a couple Michiganers, uh, some Wisconsin guys, some Sconey heads. Yep, uh, yep. But, yeah, it's it's funny. So, I mean, and I honestly don't even know. I mean, I, I liked hockey then, but I don't know if I would be as into it if my if I didn't marry Emmy because mm-hmm. she's from Minnesota and her mom is a, a freaking wild diehard. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, first North Stars and then wild. But, I mean, her and then Emmy's uncle, Terry, they're so, I mean, they, they know all the history, all the players, all that stuff. And I feel like they know a lot about the league just from watching, like, the 82 games at the Wild Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, they just learn about a lot of, a lot of other players. Um, and so, I don't know, I felt like I kind of had to, I, not had to, but I was just getting more into it. And then I started following some teams, and I got into the Blackhawks. And they were that was a time when they had Patrick Sharp and Kane and Taves and Crawford and Hosa. And um, uh, Nick Jalmerson, a yep. uh, defender. He's one of my favorite defenders. The controversy but, team. Yeah, just like all <laughs> those. Yeah, well, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that you mention it. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of right when I got into them. And I've always been, since I've been little and even now, choose my teams based off of cool colors and badass logos yep, or mascots. Yep. And so that's kind of how I fell into them. Solid. And then it was just cool watching. I mean, Kane's one of my favorite players to watch. He's yeah. just like a little Jedi on the ice. Yeah, dude, for sure. So, I mean, yeah. Now, now uh, they're hard to watch. But <laughs> Dude, what are they, 0-8? 0-9 now. 0-9, fuck. No, but the, at least Yikes. I could say the Coyotes are doing just as bad. Yeah, yeah, with Phil Kessel out, <laughs> mm-hmm. though. Like, they had pulled him for a little while. Yeah, so. Kane's out for tonight. Uh, he's on, like, a COVID protocol or something, but... Uh, they have also they're playing the Senators tonight, um, but anyways, yeah. Dude, Ottawa's they're they're about to start stomping. I think that's. I mean, they're I like to team. see some newer teams at the top. It seems like the deck has been shuffled. The teams that I I like, I like the Kings. They're not doing very. They they're what they, one in seven? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I just looked at the standings. Dude, earlier but their today. one win was dominant i didn't who did they play i think they beat the kraken i think it oh, was but okay just fucking i haven't had it. a chance to watch them yet oh they're solid dude. i need to get Brandon on Tanev is awesome. actually before you leave you got to he- figure out the vpn stuff or help me figure uh-huh. that out because i want to try streaming the game tonight because i tried espn plus uh-huh. and folks i don't know if that shit works like <laughs> i have it tried it my from hulu. my phone okay yeah, yeah so i've tried it from my phone i tried it doing my uh doing the hulu mm-hmm. and like i didn't even do the package because i didn't need disney plus mm-hmm. so i um tried to log in through the hulu thing didn't work and then i downloaded the espn app on my xbox didn't work i tried doing it on the computer it works but i can't stream it to my tv so i'm just, I'm like, all right, this is some bullshit. They they used to have the NHL TV where yep. you could watch all the games. NHL on ice, yeah, that was like and the best. Yeah, I'd, I felt like that was such a good deal. I think it was like 120 bucks. Sometimes I split it with my brother. Yep, give him the login, and then we literally had all the games. And now I, I haven't been able to watch any, and we're on like week three. Well, it's because of like TNT, Bally Sports, ESPN. How'd they acquire all that? Because, like, I felt like they had no interest, and all of a sudden, like, over summer, maybe it was because hockey was on in the summer. No, it was all that was all going on behind the scenes last year. Well, Valley Sports, 
just got going last year. So what's Valley Sports? Valley Sports is like a oh Valley. It, it's what Fox Sports used to be. I was gonna say yeah. I did. It's kind of like a conglomerate, uh-huh. kind of like a Warner Bros. Yeah, yeah, thing. exactly. I exactly. looked into that initially uh, because they were talking about that on Spit and Chicklets. And it does sound familiar, but it just seems kind of weird because then also all the players had all these ads all over them now. Yeah, yeah. That bugs the shit out of yeah, me, dude. dude. That actually really bothers me. It's so transmetropolitan. <laughs> oh, it is. It oh, is it so is. transmetropolitan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like talking about a different theme thing. But no, no, dude. it's corporations yes. getting all corporation-y. Yes, yes, <laughs> big time. So anyways, yeah, I mean, that kind of brings people up to speed a little bit, how we got into it. That way it's not super random. It's like, yeah. man, these guys are really into hockey for oh yeah, out of left field. Yeah. Um, but I will say, you know, just off the front, I am not a uh, sports aficionado. So, I mean, I do the best I can to hang. Uh, but for whatever reason, things like stats and even some people's names, they don't always stick. Mm-hmm. But I love watching the game. I, you know, I love talking <laughs> it. So I'm definitely going to be, you know, the uh, – I don't want to say the idiot in the room, but you're more qualified. We'll yeah, say that. It's all good, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm a huge stat head when it comes to baseball and hockey. Like, How big do you time. keep them straight? Um, I spend a little an, part of your brain. Yeah, and I spend an embarrassing amount of time on like baseball reference or the NHL homepage. Like, if I'm not doing like if I'm not directly teaching in class and I'm sitting at my desk and I'm caught up on everything. Kids will always walk by and they're like, "Why do you like hockey so much? Like, <laughs> Just leave me alone." Yeah, no, <laughs> this there's is my, uh, this is my thing. One thing I love about the NHL site is how organized it is. Mm-hmm. Whether you're looking at league standings, the stats, all the filters you can apply. Like I don't, I have fun kind of messing around, but I never go really past like the top ten. Yeah, uh, just kind of see you know who some of the league leaders are and things. Yeah, and dude, the NHL Game there. Center is amazing. Is that an app? No, oh, it's the on the going, site. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're like every single time you go on there and they say like, here's the players to watch. Here's who's starting in goal. Mm-hmm. Here's who's doing this, that. And I the like other. their pregame things a lot. Yeah. It actually really helps me when I can't watch the games. Yeah, definitely. ESPN. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's been so frustrating because there's been so many weeknights where I'm just like, oh, man, I like to watch some hockey right now. It's even nice to just have on in the background if I'm cooking or something like that. And I have had a hard time. I'll hook you up. Amen. All right, dude. Well, let's talk this uh, WHA action. But before we get in there, I have a couple of hockey jokes. Okay. I think that'd be a good little segue before we get on to the main meal of the day here. So, man, I will say, remember, it's joke time. <laughs> and uh, during joke time, I don't know, I uh, thought it might be funny to have a little little sample play. That way, we, that way we're aware that it's joke time. And when we're, when we're having jokes, it's okay to laugh. Nothing's uh, over the line. Lighten up, you know? Lighten up. Oh, behave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. All right. Riley, what do female heroin addicts and hockey players have in common? Oh, this one already seems dicey. What? They both finally changed their clothes after three periods. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh man, uh, that one uh that one definitely uh is just a funny image. Um okay. Did you know that R. Kelly had a chance to become a professional hockey player? The only problem was is he never wanted to score after the first period. Oh, <laughs> oh. 
period jokes. He's convicted now, too. Uh, is he really? Yeah, he oh, is. I didn't see anything about that. But just I remember when students uh, came to school one day and they were like, yo, Smith, did you know that uh, R. Kelly like got in trouble for being like a pervert? Like, no, I. how would I know that? I guess it was, you know, really must have blown up social media. Yeah. I was surprised kids knew who that was. Yeah. Because I feel like the last time I heard about R. Kelly was when South Park made fun of him. Yeah. And R. Kelly in the closet. Yes, yes. Like, trapped the in the last, closet. Yeah, Legendary. that was the last one I really remember seeing. Uh, anyways, all right. Uh, we got one more harsh one, then we'll line it up. <laughs> Riley, why was so Jesus... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Riley... Why is Jesus so bad at hockey? I don't know. He's always getting nailed to the boards. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, there's some good hockey jokes That's good I found one. <laughs> Dude, because uh, that is the vulgarity of hockey yeah, players. Yeah, it's just rush. Yeah. It's it's just, uh, uh, yeah, just raw and in your face. Uh, and then the last one was, what, what does a hockey game and an airboat have in common? I don't know. Loud fans. Oh yes! Oh yes! That is so good. I like that one uh, a lot. A light one, but uh, yeah, there were some really good ones. A lot of period jokes. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say the the menstrual jokes are just too uh, easy. I yeah, feel. it was. They're just setting themselves up. Um, like one of them was, uh, "Why why do Canadian women use hockey pucks instead of tampons?" <laughs> it was because they last three periods. Oh. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, I know. This is gross. <laughs> gross. I'm sorry, girls, but it's gross. <laughs> Can't help it. Cold. <laughs> Emily's always like, why? It's just regular, like, body things, like booger and stuff like that. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> sorry. It's not. It's, uh. it's not. All right. Well, anyways, moving on. Main soup of the day. WHA. WHA, World Hockey Association, for those of you that are unfamiliar. Yeah, and I, I'm actually curious how many people have or haven't heard of it. I know it's hard for people to, you know, we don't have, like, polls or anything like that. You uh -huh. know, it's not like we can say comment below. Yeah. Uh, but I am curious because it's one of the things I hadn't really heard of that much. Um, but to be fair, there's a lot of smaller leagues and stuff I hadn't heard that much about. And um, a lot of things that happened uh, in the sports world before my time. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm just not that familiar with. Dude, I mean, totally different animal. The, yeah. the sports marketing was completely different in the 70s and 80s. It was so dirty. There's just so much, like, low blows, controversy, things like that. I mean, it, it's just a different world. I just I love it. Yeah, I, I found it, it weird. I was watching some hockey documentaries just to kind of get in the groove for, for this podcast and just mm -hmm. inform myself. That was one thing that was really fun. This was the first podcast we've done in a while where, like, I had to just go – research yeah yeah and it 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 was you know clicking on this as wikipedia tab led to this link in this article and then i ended up watching youtube videos yeah i just felt like i was educating myself again and it, it was like oh man this feels good yeah feeling like you can actually learn and and i love that dude it's so funny though yesterday i was waiting for my rental car oh yeah i'm standing there and it, dude it was i felt so bad for these these guys running the desk like there's so many people in there. And this dude walks in with a Quebec Nordiques. Oh, sick. Uh, sweatshirt on. I'm like, dude, is that a Nordique sweatshirt? And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, I guess it is. And I was like, are you an Avs fan? He's like, yeah, big time. And I was like, that is so crazy. Like, nobody knows about the WHA. So, yeah. like, that's so cool to see somebody wearing that. And then it popped in my head. I'm like, fuck, we got to do this podcast now. Yeah, and there was actually a few... Um 
a few teams that were WHA teams that I didn't even know were WHA teams that I've, I've seen like little mascot things for, or I mm-hmm. thought maybe they were older NHL teams. Um, and a couple of them that had come up were like the Cleveland Crusaders. Like I'd seen that yeah. logo on yeah. stuff before. And were the, um, were the Whalers ever a WHA team? They were no? at the very so end. That's one of the teams that I see some cool uh, stuff. So are, they, are they the Canucks now, or who, who are they now? They're the Carolina Hurricanes, Hurricanes. now. Yeah, they came from Hartford. They were the Hartford Whalers. So, yeah, that, uh, and that was Connecticut, right? Yep. That's a cool place for a hockey team, I feel perfect. like. Perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Um, but I just liked the blue and the green and yeah. the little whale tail logo. There's yeah. just some things like, damn, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, so, yeah, I, I basically got into researching things and it's one of those things where like I said I didn't really know that much about it so uh, it really started in the 1970s um and I, oh shoot <laughs> what I was gonna say right before that I apologize it's all good it'll be a little distraction um but that uh hockey and a lot of sports in general didn't really end up being like massively consumed until like the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. because people had TVs in their homes and I was thinking right. like you know in 30s 40s and stuff you know you always hear people listening to the boxing match or something next to their mm-hmm. radios but or even baseball but like a lot of sports don't translate well to just hearing on air yeah. and then when you can actually see it live all of a sudden it you know opens up in mass and hockey was one of those ones where in the 60s and 70s I feel like before that it was very niche mm-hmm. you know only followed by certain people that maybe had kids that played hockey i'm not sure how popular it was in the US they didn't mm-hmm. even have that many teams no no and, then, and uh, blew up yeah well i mean it was very very prominent in like quebec like quebec that province of course is like hockey central yeah. because of the fact that I mean people say that it was made there. We don't know if it was made there in the UK, but I was going to say one of the things that uh, I had I just came across was that the the name hockey is is a French word, or I guess it comes from hockey or something like that, uh, but it means basically shepherd stick. Uh-huh. Uh, so I don't know if that's maybe that's where people think we get it from, uh, or maybe that's why they think it comes from France. There was another really funny one that was from uh, a, uh, a Native American Mohawk word um, called hoge, which means to hurt. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, those folks would have been in the same area as some of the French settlers and stuff. Well, Quebec, you know? yeah, Yeah, absolutely. so, I mean, it kind of makes sense that they kind of came together and, and a shepherd's stick and to hurt, uh, but both of them late 18th century. So, wow. I mean, that's that- old. I did not see that fact. That's really cool. Though. Yeah, that's super <laughs> just, interesting. Uh, so I, when you when you mentioned the France thing, it kind of uh, spurred it in my mind. But eventually, it takes off in America, and it seems like in the you know I guess I'm not sure what hockey was like in the '60s, but the market was ripe enough for a new league, or at least in the minds of the people who started the WHA, mm-hmm. that that at the time was right for an ex- like basic not really an expansion but a competitive competitor league how would you describe it yeah i say i would say that they wanted to compete with the nhl because um the two guys who started the WHA. I guess you could say they started it in 1971. We get Gary Davidson and Dennis Murphy, and they had previously um, started a competitor league against the NBA, and that was the ABA. Okay, and and is that story of the ABA similar to the WHA story? Yeah, it's similar, but I think they didn't have the growth potential that they had with the WHA. I don't think that the WHA was necessarily like this booming success or that it actually was a a full-on competitor to the to the NHL, but it definitely did better than the ABA did. Okay. I would say. Yeah. Um 
I don't remember how many teams were in the NHL when it had started. I think I read somewhere maybe 12. I'll have to, I'll have to look. I definitely have it in my notes somewhere. Um, but that initially when the WHA started, it was 12 teams. And yeah. it was like six East teams and six West teams. Yep. And uh, most of, or at least half of them or so, were in Canada. Is that right? Four yes. Five teams. Well, because of the fact that Bill Hunter, who was like the first major um, I don't want to say he's the promoter. He was kind of, I guess, I guess you could say that he was a big time coach for, um, one of the USHL like feeder teams to mm. the Blackhawks actually. And he was from okay. Saskatoon originally. Interesting. And that's like towards Western Canada. Like you would, you would deem that as, as Western Canada. And he didn't like the fact that people weren't big fans of hockey on the west side of Canada. So, like, all the way over to Vancouver. If you went to Vancouver, people would be like, well, why the fuck are you into hockey? Or, like, Winnipeg. Okay, yeah. I always associated Canada with hockey, but I guess I've been born post this time period. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he... Or, no, no, no. He was on the feeder team for the Oilers, the Edmonton Oilers, before they were an NHL team. Mm-hmm. Of course, they were a WHA team. And um, he was the one who really, like, put it on his back and was like, let's make this thing happen. Interesting. And so before that, um, was the only NHL team in Canada the Maple Leafs? I, th- I want to say the Maple Leafs and then maybe the Flames? No, no, the Flames are relatively new. I, I thought can't they remember. came from, are the Flames from uh, Thrashers? They, they, yeah, they did come from the Thrashers. That's, what I That's right. Yeah. I, I can't even remember. No, it's who all it was. good. I yeah. uh, I honestly was just looking at my notes, and it, it basically started as a smaller league. And I wish I could find how many teams the NHL had at the time that they started. But anyways, um, it, it was interesting to me how when they started out, they drafted a whole bunch of really young players, uh-huh. and they didn't really have the same standards as the NHL, and they were kind of poaching some players from the NHL. And I am not the best at understanding how a lot of sports contracts work with athletes and players. I understand what the term, you know, unre- unrestricted free agent means, and yeah. some of those things. But um, from my understanding, the WHA was basically able to, like, expose some clauses uh, or or use them to their advantage for people who basically had like one year or so left on their contract. Yes, yes. And then went in and found these players and was like, hey, you know, you have one year to finish this contract. How about you finish it and then come play for us? Yeah. And it didn't really violate their contract, I guess, for talking to another team within that last year or something like that. Right, exactly. So there were two two reasons as to why players chose to go to the WHA. If I remember correctly, it was 79 NHL players that transferred over by 1972. Yeah, a ton, a yeah. bunch of them. And we'll talk about, like, Bobby Hull because, I mean, he's number one. Yeah, he's the main guy I have some notes on, and I got some stuff on Wayne Gretzky for later in the in the episode. Um, but, yeah, it was almost just kind of crazy how many – uh, it seems like people were just like, yeah, let's try something new. Yeah, like, yeah I exactly. almost wonder what was wrong with the NHL that, that made people say, you know, maybe there's better opportunities elsewhere. Right, which I, I mean... Just pay, because I mean, they were getting good money, but... Yeah, but going back to the two points, yeah, absolutely, in terms of how the NHL was treating players. So the first thing, you were right on the money, the fact that they had the reserve clause. So with the reserve clause, you have one year left on your contract. Your team can automatically extend you. And that was something that players didn't want to do because if you were on a a team and you were like, look, they want me to be a franchise player, I don't necessarily want to be riding a sinking ship. Like if you were the 
I hate to use them as an example, but if you were the Blackhawks right yeah. now. No, it's actually about that you don't have to hate because I, I was thinking of that. And I was yeah. like, huh, you know, if I was Patrick Kane right now and it doesn't seem like anywhere is going good, but I, you know, have been locked into the Blackhawks or even Taves or some of these guys that have these really long contracts and mm-hmm. there are many tens, you know, tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. But still, um, I, I think, you know, I'd be like, well, I guess I wouldn't be attached to a sinking ship, like you say. Yes, exactly. So that was the first thing, the the abolishment of the reserve clause in the WHA. And then the other thing was the fact that the average NHL salary was about $23,000. Yeah. Well, in, I'm curious what, like, uh, NBA or NFL was at the same time. Well, of the four major leagues of the NFL, the MLB, the NBA, and the NHL, it was the last. So, of course. I feel yeah. like it's still lowest now, or is baseball player are baseball players paid less than hockey? NHL is actually the highest. They have the highest paid players. Yes, per capita. Yes. Is it because their squads aren't as big? Uh, for the most part, yeah. But then, like, there's such a huge valuation to teams. Like the the Maple Leafs are worth over three billion dollars. I mean, I understand like culturally and the merchandising and some of the other stuff, but. I th- I could have sworn I get in my head maybe uh, NFL players would have been paid the most handsomely or even NBA, um, but I guess oh I don't do any does every single organization have salary caps? Uh, I believe so, but they're I talking about doing away with they it. didn't. Yeah, they're talking about doing away with the salary cap. Wow, but, uh, because of the fact that the Maple Leafs, what is that dude's name? That forward who got the massive ass contract extension. Tavares. I can't remember his name. He's a younger dude. He's late twenties. It's okay. shame on me for not no, knowing. It's him all good. He's I'm, huge, but you know who's not gonna know is me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's got the biggest contract in sports right now. Okay, and it was Alexander Ovechkin for the Capitals, and then it bounced over to him. Now Connor Damn. McDavid for the for the Oilers is going to be the next one to have like a fat contract. McDavid is a really interesting guy. Like he's yeah. one of the. Uh, he's so. Fucking fast, and he's one. Yeah. I just, I can barely follow him when I when he's there sometimes, and sometimes when he scores, yeah, I don't realize what has happened until they're showing the highlight. Like he's insane, he's fun to watch. He's insane. Um, yeah. is it? Oh no, that's not. Uh, I don't know who it is either. It's that it, he plays for the Maple Leafs. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can see his face right now, and I just can't even think of what his name is. Maple Leafs, right? Meow. Anyways, um, but dude, that's bad on me because the Red Wings literally lost to the Maple Leafs on Saturday, and I was so pissed specifically at this dude. Can't remember his name. I guess that just shows uh, my bitterness. But it's all good. In terms of the NHL salary in the seventies, so it was twenty three thousand dollars. Inflation rate applied. That's like one hundred forty eight thousand dollars today, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um. So, the lowest of the four major sports. Players are pissed. They want to go to a league where they're appreciated or where they're in a in an area where they can actively see the sport grow. Or they feel like they're getting paid what their value is. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, playing 83 games is not easy. Dude, it has to be one of the grindiest seasons of all of them. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Of any sport that I can think of with that many games. I know baseball has a lot of games, yeah. but it does not have the physicality of hockey. That is true. It does true. not have the in- intensity in uh, the way that I would assume, the way that I would describe intensity. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's very different. And I know, like, even basketball, you know, that's grindy, but basketball is, like, all offense these days. I don't know. I have a hard time watching NBA. <laughs> it's <laughs> like a lot of flops and a lot of just flops and shots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm a big basketball fan, but I'm not as big of a hockey fan. I am a huge hockey I fan. I still have a hard time in just reconciling the fact that the NHL has the highest paid players. Yeah, yeah. I always just imagined them getting, you know, the, the short end of the stick as far as that goes, but maybe that's just the narrative. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I mean, just look at the way that some of these franchises are valued, and yeah. that is with a cap on them. $3.2 yeah. billion for the Maple Leafs, and they fucking it's choke insane. every time they get to the playoffs? Are you kidding me? Oh, that would be frustrating. Oh, man. <laughs> I like that. I love the logo. A lot of those original six teams I, I like. When we went to New York, I wanted to get a Rangers jersey just to have a cool Rangers jersey. Yeah. I mean, there's not even that. There's Actually, there's a dude named Brendan Smith that plays for the Rangers. I thought yes, that would be is. kind of a fun one to get. Yeah. Uh, he's actually from Minnesota, too. Uh, oh, no uh, way. Yeah, so Emily's it's one of the players that Emily's mom follows. So one thing that I appreciate about hockey is the way that the players get traded around. Um, some of my favorite players, it'll get me into new teams I don't really watch just because I wanted to see that player still. So like yeah. when Jomers went to the Coyotes, that was a team I didn't really watch that much. And I was like, oh, man, I'll check them out. Um, and then there's uh, another trade uh, who – oh, man, what's his name? Uh, where did uh, Seabrook go? Did he go to the Flames? I can't remember. Anyways, he got traded. And I, I you know it's kind of fun to watch him on a new team anyways. Um, sorry to get off track again. <laughs> Dude, there's just so much. And I know. That's the thing. It's such an umbrella. Uh, but as as these players got in there, uh, you know, I think this is a good time to just segue into Bobby Hull. So this dude, I think, you know, he got snatched in one of these sort of reserve contract clauses and decided he was going to sign. Uh, what team did he sign with originally? Uh, in the WHA? Yes. He was with the... Winnipeg Jets. When, okay, yeah, yep, yeah. to the Jets. And he was a former Blackhawk player. Stanley Cup champion with the Blackhawks. Looking into him, it was it made me realize there were a lot of older players. I mean, the Blackhawks have been around since you know the dawn of the NHL. But there were a handful of players that I've heard their names, but I didn't really get a chance to dig into them or anything like that. Um, so it was kind of fun just to go and look not only at some old hockey clips mm-hmm. and look at some older badass Blackhawk players, but Bobby Hole in particular watched a couple of, there was a couple of videos I found on him and there was a really fun one from NHL in 2017 when they did their 100 year, 100 greatest players in 100 years. Mm-hmm. And they have basically a small little video on each one. Um, but this dude, I mean, like you said, Stanley Cup champion, won the Hart Trophy a couple of times, you know, record leader. Uh, and, and basically just, you know, certified badass. Uh, and one of the funniest things I, I that I heard about him was that he had the largest cast bonus ever given to uh, a player, like, on a team ever at that time. And it was a million bucks cash. Yes. When yes. he signed to the Jets. A yes. million dollars cash. Which is crazy. I can't even imagine seeing that. And obviously that was at the time. I didn't get a chance to look at what the largest cast bonus ever given to a player in 2021 is. But I'm curious. Because a million big ones in 1971 has got to be so much money today. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. I can't even think of how much it is. But um, you know what? I hate to derail again. I it's just okay. thought of the Maple Leafs player's name. Okay. No, that's it's fine. Austin Matthews. Okay. It was a, like a five-year, $11.6 million contract. Yeah. Like, that's insane. But just thinking but of that's Bobby That's a Holt. couple million a year, though, right? So that's like, yeah. that's divided up over the five years. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, speaking of Bobby Hill, then Bobby Hull, excuse me, um, Okay, so you mentioned the $1 million signing bonus. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, that's crazy. And then in addition to that, 
he, because he had this stardom, he was kind of like a black hole and just sucked in other NHL players because they're like, well, shit, if Bobby Hole's going over there, yeah, I mean, then the Golden what, Jet, yeah, why don't I? Why don't I try to go over there? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it really just like, helped expand the WHA's uh, prestige. I oh, guess, absolutely. Well, and then he got a one point seven million dollar contract over ten years. Plus the million dollars, like that's crazy to even think about. Um, I did calculate how much that would have been oh, today in nice. terms of two point seven million dollars overall. Okay. That would have been seventeen million dollars total to this day. Yeah, so that's that would be insane. How'd they have that much reserve just to pump out to a guy that? I mean, they were taking such a huge risk. Yeah, that seems like a lot of money to gamble. Yeah. Oh my God, absolutely. Well, and then that's the other thing to mention is not only the fact that Bobby Hull is 11 years past being a Stanley Cup champion and not knowing what his performance is going to be like, but the risk of the NHL breathing down the back of your neck. Well, what would be that risk? I, one of the things I had a hard time finding initially were some of the controversies, like the initial relations I didn't you know, really find any interviews between WHA or NHL people bickering at each other, really going at it. I mean, I, I don't know if it was all shrouded by attorneys or yeah. if there was, you know, any lawsuits from the NHL being like, you guys can't come in here and start another league. That's not cool. Yeah. Well, honestly, the, the stand, I, I love the NHL. Don't get me wrong. But back in the day, they were pettier than that. It was pettier than a lawsuit. They straight up went to Bobby Hole and um, I think think it was to Bill Hunter. It might have been to Dennis Murphy. And they just straight up said, look, we're opening a restraining order against you. And then it was shot down. They weren't able to do that. But, like, Bobby Hole couldn't... Like, like a, a restraining order, like, that he couldn't step on NHL properties? Yes. Yes. Or, like, like if they were going to recruit at, like, a camp in a minor league team or something like that, they would get forced off the premises. Whoa. Yeah, but luckily for the WHA and for Bobby Hole, it did not go through. Um, Dang. But he was still banned from playing for the Olympic team, the Canadian Olympic team. He was banned. How does the NHL have uh, jurisdiction over the Canadian Olympics? I think because of the fact that they made so much money that they just were to a point where they had kind of the the say. I think players just mutually agreed with the NHL, and they were just like, all right, well, they're doing it. I mean, they supply the coaches and everything like that, too, so I don't... They I don't supply the coaches that. for the teams? Well, I mean, if you are an NHL coach and you're, like, the best in in the league, you should probably be a national coach. You Get know? Your, uh, your hat in the race. Yeah, That's yeah. That's really interesting. What's the deal with the Olympics for 2022? Do you know, are they allowed to, um, or is it this winter? It should I think it is. Be, it's 2022. Yeah. Yeah, 2022. That's cr is, is it this, I guess it might be in like the, do you even know where the next Olympics is? Is it Russia again? It China? was in Sochi, and then... I don't remember where the winter ones are. They're coming up anyways. Um, for that, what the NHL's rules are going to be, because I thought that they weren't going to release players now. I don't know what it's going to be like. That's because lame. The, yeah, it is, because of the fact that... Uh, I mean, there's also the KHL. Like, they have to get along yeah. with KHL... Uh, like standards because of the fact that like Finland is huge into hockey now. Yeah. The Czech or not Czech Republic, but uh, all of Slovenia, Slovakia, all those areas are very, very prominent in hockey. So it is, it is this winter in February. So it's February 4th to the 20th. And where's it at? 
It's in Beijing. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. okay. Chat comps done it again. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am. I am looking forward to it. But yeah, I'm curious how how they're going to pull from the NHL and the KHL. Um, I thought they. I thought after the last Olympics in 2018, so many players went over to the Olympic teams that basically they had like a big freeze on the NHL games for a little while. Yeah. And then that caused such a stink. Because some of the players were either playing with different teams or when they, it took them a while to get reintegrated back into the league, that they're like, all right, well, for the next one, we're not going to let them go. And I, you know, that's just hearsay from what I remember. Mm-hmm. But then there was such a big pushback on players being like, no, we want to go play for our country. Yeah. I don't remember what it's in the air now, I guess. Well, I'll have to look it up. I remember Sidney Crosby like going to play for Team Canada. Oh, and yeah. Everybody freaked out. And it was primarily Penguins fans because of the fact that they're like, he's our front man. He's leaving us for Canada. And it's like, well, that's his home country. Yeah, that's, like, it's that's super cool. The sense. Olympics are to, to win an Olympic gold is very different than the Stanley Cup. And, and they both come with a different kind of pride. But yeah. anyways, again, we're getting off topic. But I uh, <laughs> I was just curious about that one. Um, so Bobby Hole, uh, you had said, basically couldn't go to the Canadian Olympic teams right. because of the NHL. Do you know of any other beef the NHL had with the WHA, at least at the outset? I, I think just based on like the, the contractual stuff, I think the NHL, I can assume pretty safely, would have been reasonably pissed that of players course. are like going for a better financial option. Yeah. Um, so because then it makes them have to cough up more money to keep people. Exactly. Exactly. So that's always something that I like to think about in in that sense. And then I, there wasn't like I don't want to say flexibility with rules or anything like that, but Bobby Hull specifically was known for like having a a curved blade on his stick. They called him the banana blade because of uh-huh. that. So, like, that was something where um, they definitely had their qualms about some of the, some of the like, lax policies that the WHA had. But I don't necessarily think that it was, like... Huh. Yeah. That's weird. Um, I, I mean... I can only see, like you said, there being tension. Another thing that was kind of fun, at least looking at these 70s videos, dude, the old style of hockey mm-hmm. with dudes having no helmets, yeah. no mouth guards, putting their friggin' hand on the ice, doing these weird like maneuvers. The fighting was just more grisly. Mm-hmm. Um, from Spitting Chicklets, uh, just having some of the older hockey guys on, they've always talked about like the 1970s and 80s, like the parties and like mm-hmm. just how. You know, some of the players would be very professional, athletic, you know, cool-headed, and then there was a, but there's a big culture of just like people being like animals, Dude. especially on like road trips and yeah. just going ham. Um, just all the party stories are really funny to listen to, at least you know from somebody that didn't even leave live during that era. And then there's just like a weird, not anything goes, but it seems like a lot. It almost just seems like water polo on the ice where there's. The rules are just more lax, and now, I mean, you can barely touch players without getting, you know, uh, some kind of stupid call. It seems really, really, really strict this year. Well, I hate to say this to go off track, Mm -hmm. but it's Dylan Larkin got cross-checked in the neck when they played the Dallas Stars last year. And who was uh, what team did he play for? He's a Red Wings player, and that could have fucking paralyzed him. So yeah, there's definitely risks, but it just seems like and. I guess the the cross checking one is different now though because what what's the rule that they have to have the puck um, for checking at all like they have to have possession like they can't have just passed it 
Yeah, yeah. Like that they, would just be a late hit then. Yeah, so. But I feel like they that used to just happen all the time. Like yeah. somebody would pass and then somebody was already engaged and he would just follow through with the yeah. check because he was already going to check that person. Well, it's a hard call to make, yeah. I, which I can understand. But like, again, it, it kind of makes me think about the players just being fucking wired different. Like, um, I don't know the aggression of it. And like Bobby Orr is always one that comes to mind as being like one of the best all-time players. And he was never WHA, but I always think about people like him. So I think of um, when I think of like the dedication to the WHA, the dedication to the sport of hockey, Vaklov Nadamansky, the guy who was the Czechoslovakian, uh, he was a detractor to Czechoslovakia, and he came to the United States to play hockey, and he signed with the WHA, and he got... Detractor from the Iron Curtain? Yes. Okay. And he got a fat contract, and, like... Sweet. That dude, like, just moving from a Soviet country, like, leaving your family, leaving absolutely everything, being hunted by that government. I go play hockey now. Yes, just to play hockey is... Badass. That is cool. I, uh, one of the other things I had written down for WHA was not only getting a whole bunch of NHL players, but expanding the league and really looking for younger players that was that were younger than the NHL, but then also getting some of the European folks involved. Mm-hmm. Um, the KHL, uh, you mentioned that earlier. What does that stand for? It's, I know something hockey league. Is it CONUS something? I it's forget. Continental Hockey Con- League. Continental? Yeah, oh. Continental. So, like, Belarus is big on the, on the KHL. China... Uh, Russia, there's a lot of Finnish players. There's a lot of Swedish players for yeah. whatever reason. Most of the games are in like uh, Scandinavia, though, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. In uh, Germany, Latvia. too. Latvia and Estonia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Because I hear, yeah, every once in a while, it's another thing they'll mention players on, on Chicklets. They'll mention uh, players that go over to the KHL or come from there. And it seems like a really interesting league, really different play. But, anyways, as, as far as hockey goes in Europe, I'm not sure if they ever had a league before the KHL or how old the KHL is, but we were stealing them over here uh, to come play. And even still, the NHL, I feel like, is a huge draw for hockey immigrants. Like, there's so many... That's another thing I like about hockey is the amount of foreign involvement. It feels kind of like a world sport more so than... Um, well, even basketball, baseball, baseball has some Japanese folks and some, uh, you know, Latin Americans and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. some Korean guys, but I just feel like hockey has way more of an international draw. Oh, definitely. Definitely. More than soccer, but it has that flavor. Of course. Yeah. And like, uh, I mean, to this day, we most, I would almost say most of the players are non-North American. Yeah. Or uh, maybe uh, not even most, but I I looked it up not too long ago. I mean, the amount of players from America I think was less than twenty five percent. I believe it. It was insane. I it was like it. a really really crazy thing. And then uh, Canada had even more. Like it was, it was huge. One second, I want to look that up. How yeah, yeah, it's all good. Well, the other thing about the WHA is the fact that not only did they have the young guys, but they were bringing back legends like I mean you could consider Bobby Hole a legend at this point because of the fact that 10 years prior he had won the Stanley Cup but Gordie Howe for Gordie Howe okay I wrote a lot of stuff about the Howe brothers to come but Gordie Howe well, not brothers back. sorry the dad yes the dad right and then his sons his two sons he's playing in the same fucking league as his sons yeah, I can't even man. imagine being on the same professional sports team as my dad and I love you dad but 
I just can't imagine, you know, you being like the old timer veteran yeah. and then all of a sudden I'm the new up and coming guy and yeah. and playing on the ice together or any sport for that matter and yeah. like, you know, winning together and Dude and, and they killed it. Yeah. The yeah. Houston Arrows were insane in the three house played on that team. And then, unfortunately, they folded. <laughs> oh, dude, well, there's a lot of teams that folded, actually. It's weird, and that's one of the things I want to get to towards the end is what happened to this league. But looking at the stats, so uh, from the 2018-2019 season, 43% of players were from Canada, uh, 28% were from the United States, and then it goes like 10% Sweden, uh, 5% Finland, 5, 4% Czech, 4% Russia, uh, but I mean, it's, and then it just goes down from there, but I mean, it's, it's definitely international. I don't know how many even, uh, other American leagues can say they have, you know, more, uh, a big share from non-American players. Yeah. Aside from the MLB, I, I, I think that's probably, and I, I can't speak on the MLB. That's one thing I, yeah. I need to I'd be a fun sport to get into, but again, it's already hard enough to stay with one. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, throughout the WHA, they have uh, a whole bunch of teams that were sort of unique. Uh, like I said earlier, a lot of them based in Canada, some of the cool, uh, names, some of the cool oh, teams that, yeah. I mean, they just seemed really creative. Not that the NHL had bad ones at the time, but, uh, I thought the golden blades, the New York golden blades mm-hmm. was a, a badass name. Cool mascot. I mentioned the Cleveland Crusaders earlier. Chicago Cougars, I had never even heard of. Yeah. I didn't even know anything about them. Never knew they existed. I don't know if they like are now the Ice Hogs or if there was an AHL before the WHA. Um, but, yeah, it seemed kind of like a cool team, just being a Chicago fan myself. And then the other one was the Minnesota Fighting Saints. Yes. Uh, that was really funny. Yes. Just with the, it reminded, like, the, the mascot reminded me a little bit of, like, Boondock Saints and, like, Notre Dame and just had an infusion with just Minnesota hockey, Irish, German culture. Yeah, well, it's a baby with a hockey stick. Yeah, and, like, the funny thing about the Fighting Saints was, like, it was a franchise for the first couple of years. It fell out. And then they brought it back, and then it fell out, and then they brought it back again, and they relocated the Fighting States to Ottawa. I oh, say. okay. Did they become the Senators? I don't believe so. I can't. the The Senators are birthed from a WHA team. I need to double check who it was, but um, yeah. I mean, at the very beginning, like the the Quebec Nordiques is one that I always think is really really interesting because of the fact that doesn't it's that like, mean North people? Yes, but it's yeah. like that's that's a very Norwegian term. Oh, so to have Quebec and then the Nordiques. It's yeah. like, what the hell? How did that work? French, Norwegian. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that that one's really interesting. Um, I also liked one of the ones towards the end that I really liked was the Cincinnati Stingers. I didn't think I saw that one. Oh, maybe I did. Were they the? Uh, does that look kind of like the Hornets logo? Yes. Uh, the, yes. Who? What basketball team is the Hornets? Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they bounce between Bobcats and Hornets. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then. Uh, um. God damn it, the other one that was really interesting was, oh, the Birmingham Bulls. I don't think I saw that one. Birmingham, Alabama had a WHA team. That's annoying considering Omaha doesn't have any kind yeah. of big teams like that. Or, yeah. I mean, even some of the other places like Cleveland. Like I, Cleveland can't be bigger than Omaha. I don't know. It might be a little bit, maybe more metropolitan. I know some of the more eastern Midwest states tend to – Maybe have older cities. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like Omaha's got a, enough fame. You, if you tell people you're from Omaha, they know what that is, usually. Yeah, I'd say um, so. 
most times, unless you're talking to somebody who lives in like New York or California, and they're like, "What was that flyover country?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Jeez. Dude, speaking of teams, though, one of the things that I wanted to get into that was so weird about the WHA is the fact that they were just such insane politics. Um, and how so? I didn't, I didn't hear much about this. So, thinking of teams, one thing that is really interesting to me is the fact that the Denver Spurs were on ice. They were literally going out and they were playing the national anthem. They're all lined up on center ice, and then all of a sudden, O Canada starts playing, and all the players are looking at each other and like, oh, last time I checked, we were Denver. Like, what's going on? Right as they were warming up, who are they playing? It was it was the Denver Spurs. I can't remember who they were playing. But a Canadian team. Yes. Yeah. So O Canada starts playing for the Spurs. And they're like, what the hell? Yeah. Turns out right before the game started, they had become the Ottawa Civics. And then they continued wearing their Denver Spurs jerseys as the Ottawa Civics. Oh wow. Yeah. So is that because they refused to basically the teammates or the team was decided that they were not gonna be that? The the city of Denver did not want a WHA team. So they sold it to the city of Ottawa, and then the Civics, I want to say, lasted up until like the last two years. Well, they were the playing WHA. in Denver during that. Yes. That's funny. Was that, so so got, was that the only NHL team in Denver then, the first one? Um, I want to say that was. There was another team. There was some incarnation of, of a Denver team in Yeah. I the just WHA. I feel like a lot of... Um, uh, a lot of people in Colorado now, really big Avalanche fans. I feel like that's the, that sport has done well in Colorado. Um, yeah. The Avalanche feel like are, are really well supported out there. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But you know, you look at the next state around them that has hockey, and I, I guess it's what Arizona. Yeah. And Nevada. Nevada. But still, Knights. Utah's in between them, though. Yeah, true. So that's crazy, though. I mean, yeah. it's just weird. And and we'll get to Wayne Gretzky a little later, but they I had heard that he was really one of the reasons that even hockey got popular in the Southwest. Yeah, agreed. Kings. Well, and that's the thing. I think, like, the WHA peaked in 1974 and 1975, which is unfortunate because that was, like, four years in. A few years in. in, yeah. And then everything went to shit. Just destroyed. So, um, before we start talking about the downside, there one question, though. Two, actually. What are some other political things that you read? That 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 uh, story is pretty good. Uh, so there was that one, and then of course the the fighting saints, like after they had folded, and then people were like, "What the hell?" Like we actually liked it, and then Cleveland sold the Crusaders to the city of St. Paul, so they just became the Minnesota Fighting Saints again. Um, and then there was another situation where all of a sudden they became. The Fighting Saints, yet again. But when we're starting out with 12 teams, and then they had signed an expansion to 16, I want to say, and then by the end of the of the WHA, I want to say there were, it was like originally two conferences, went up to four, I believe, and then shrunk down to two, and there were like three and three as far yeah, as was, teams I go. think it was six was the very end of it um, because all these teams were folding, and you had mentioned teams getting traded from city to city. That's one um, element of, you know, I, I didn't even know much about how involved city politics was with some of the corporate sport organizations that come in until mm -hmm. I volunteered at the Olympic trials. Oh, yeah. And they, uh, there are people from the Omaha Sports Commission, I didn't even know it was a thing, um, that are responsible for bringing things like that. We had... Um, uh, the NCAA volleyball tournament that was here. Oh, that's right. Um, I'll, always Omaha College World Series. Yep. I've been, you know, basically two peas in a pod since I've been born. Um, 
but they're like instrumental in making those things happen and promoting these sports events. And I'm sure they're probably involved with the new Omaha soccer team. Is it the Wizards? What's their name? It's the uh, the Owls. Owls. Bujos, yeah. Yeah, that seems like, what, wait, the what? The Bujos. Bujos? Yeah, yeah. So the name of the Owl? Uh, that It's like, that's, I'm assuming that's. I don't know, I've never heard that one. Owl Spanish. Oh. Yeah. Huh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Union Omaha Bujos. Oh, that's cool. Um, anyways, but. I just don't understand how they you buy and sell teams. How oh, do you yeah. how do you sell a team from Cleveland and buy it in St. Paul and and who's doing the buying and who's doing the negotiating? That just seems weird. Well, and you've got like these crazy wealthy investors and it's like how the fuck did they choose to get into that sport specifically? And yeah. like how does how does maybe the city the come to matter. represent it? Yeah, exactly. They're just looking for the dollar signs. That is true. It's a good way to make money, you get people here, you know. That is very true. It, well, mindsets. One that I like to think of is the fact that um uh, God damn, I can't remember specifically what city the um, New York Raiders were in with the WHA. I, I want to say it was on Long Island because they did eventually become the New York Islanders. But the borough was like, we don't want them. Like, mm. get them out of here. They don't make any money. They have bad attendance. Um, it wasn't that they didn't like the sport of hockey. It was just that the team was not profitable. Interesting. The Islanders are a team I like too. I like too many teams. Um, I don't know why I like the Islanders. They're just kind of a fun team. I like watch. the Rangers. I don't know why. Yeah. I think it's because of Hen- Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a cool dude. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, the second question I was going to ask outside of some of their political stuff was I had read about these interleague exhibition games. Um, and how did, did the NHL crush the WHA? Did the WHA crush the NHL? How did these interleague exhibition games go? Because I couldn't really find much on them. I couldn't even find really video, video on it. Uh-uh. I was looking for those too. And for whatever reason, it's either either like purely WHA, WHA games or NHL games. And I mean, based on like knowledge of the NHL now, I would assume that the, the NHL just dominated. That's the what WHA. I was thinking. I just, I yeah. never saw anything. I, I would read these things about these interleague exhibitions. I'm like, how'd they fare? Yeah. I mean, it, there were so many young guys in the WHA and like, I think I think the Canucks are the youngest team right now. I want to say they're the youngest team, and they're not a bad team, but like they just don't communicate like a veteran team. Like the I mean, Penguins. that was the, I think the Blackhawks the were the youngest team last year, or like had one of the youngest averages, and then also had the youngest coach. And you could tell oh, just by the way right. that they played. The coach. Um, yeah. I mean, Carlton. I I used to really like him, and now I'm just like, dude, are you like? Do you actually not know what you're doing? Is it the team? The team has actually been really supportive of him. I don't need to get down that route anyways. Uh, But, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so teams start folding. Um, Actually, before we get to that, I want you you mentioned the the Howe family. Let's just talk about them really quick. Then maybe we start about uh, some of the downfall stuff, I guess. Um, As far as Gordy, who was he playing for before? The Red Wings. So he was a Red Wings guy. Mm -hmm. And then he and his son both got signed to, you said, the Astros? Both of his sons got signed to the Arrows, yeah. Arrows. He and his sons. And that was a Houston team too? Yeah, they they were originally the, uh, the Indianapolis team. Damn, racers. Well, the racers. The racers. That's right. I yes. saw that one earlier. <laughs> yes, with the logo, with the skate. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. One actually looks cool. Yep. So the Indianapolis Indy sold stuff. to Houston, and then uh, they all got scooped up by Houston. That club almost folded, and then it didn't. And then uh, 
they just kept dominating. And with all of the, them were really talented, right? I mean, he yes. and his sons. Yes. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, Gordie Howe is, I would say, the second best of all time after Gretzky. Really? Yeah. Dang. I, in the 50s, the guy was just putting them in the back it's of the crazy net It's crazy how, yeah, dude, if you guys haven't ever watched, like, 50s hockey just go YouTube it. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Or if you get if you have access to the NHL vault, there is some good stuff in there. Yeah. I, I remember just getting bored over quarantine and watching some really old ones, especially uh, in between when that league actually shut down. Yep. It's like, well, there's no games. Maybe I'll just watch really old games. And I was getting to like really old 80s and 90s ones. I tried to watch old series like uh, um, Stanley Cup series, but knowing who wins and stuff, it's not as Fun. It takes like, magic. Yeah, I, I need to. I need to see it without the scores. Um, anyway, so yeah, sorry. That was just another group I had had brought up uh, or that I had written down. If you guys don't know anything about the Howe family, definitely check them out. Who are some other like star players? Uh, you mentioned the um, was it Czechoslovakian guy? Yeah. Who yeah. are some other ones that that came over? You were like, dude, these guys are, or even just guys that ca- came up in the league. Honestly. The name that just pops up all the time, of course, is Bobby Hull. I know mm-hmm. we've talked about Bobby Hull's political, like, dealing within the league, but, like, not recognizing how much his team was actually successful. Like, in the last three years of the WHA, the Winnipeg Jets won three championships. They called it the AVCO Championships mm. because it was privately owned. <laughs> and that's a whole hilarious thing in and of itself. The the WHA version of the Stanley Cup? Yes. Okay. Did you did you read into that at no, all? No, and I was actually curious if they had the same format, like seven games, yep. big tournament. I mean it was like a it was like a knockout style tournament and everything like that. I always think of uh like the, the Dragon Ball Z uh tournament brackets. Just mm. somebody gets knocked <laughs> off. Yeah. Um but uh they had the Avco trophy, so private investors are giving money this avco corporation i wasn't even sure of what they did but they were hyping up this <laughs> trophy yeah yeah they're just under wraps somewhere they're uh hyping up this big trophy and everything bobby hull's team wins it three years in a row um and then they never actually had a physical trophy and like they <laughs> what <laughs> yeah they called it the avco trophy and everything like that and uh they had like a a, a shoehorn or like a, a placeholder, and Bobby Hold took it, did a press conference, skated around the ice with it, and after that, they were like, "Where's the trophy?" And he's like, "There isn't one." Oh my god, that's awesome! No, I was I was genuinely curious what their tournaments were like, uh, or what they really, you know, like what they call. So it's called the Av Avco. The Avco Trophy. And it didn't yeah. really even exist. Yep. That's awesome! Yep. Wow. Um, so, I mean, as far as other young players that got in the league, the last one that came to my mind that I even wrote down was, uh, the Wayne Gretzky. Oh, uh, yeah. The way they snatched him up. I mean, uh, first of all, the fact that the WHA was drafting people at 17 yeah. is insane because I cannot imagine being 17. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm going to play with the big boys yeah. now. Like, yeah. And being not only good enough to compete. But rising to that level of stardom, and I mean, now the NHL does draft super young players. Like Kirby Doc wasn't even 21 when he got drafted to the Blackhawks. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, you're hanging out with people like Patrick Kane, Taves, yeah. and these guys. You know, going to press conferences, going to training camp, doing all this stuff, and you're just out of high school. Yeah, well, dude, look at Carter Hart. 
Oh man, who does he play for? The Kings Flyers. Or Flyers. Yeah, he's the keeper for the Flyers. Oh okay. He's like a baby-faced kid. He gets signed to like a ridiculously high contract. How long uh, has he been in the league? That name's uh, been around for a while. Two, three years okay. at the most. Yeah, yeah, that kid is. Stud. Yeah, he's a stud. That kid's a wall. Dude, uh, I was reading that uh, they started, <laughs> I don't know if it's a joke or real or both, but uh, about why coaches started asking, it's definitely a joke, why coaches started asking goalies to wear masks. Why is that? And it's because they're tired of seeing grown men cry. <laughs> oh, shit. But, um, That's cold. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> it was on some documentary I was watching. But you're getting things just literally 80, 90, 100 mile an hour, just oh, phew, rockets oh, my God. flown at your body, at your face. <laughs> Yeah, can't even imagine, especially when you look at the old pads. Oh my God, there's so much exposure. Oh yeah, so oh, much yeah. exposure. Yeah, I mean, um, what? I don't even know how they move with that shit on. How old is the the Hawks starting keeper? Um, not Flurry. Yeah, um, not Flurry. Lankinen is um, he's young. He's pretty young. I I don't remember how young I was. Uh, it's they've actually been. <laughs> Flurry has not had a very good season. Dude, right Flurry's now. But like, it's not his fault. I really don't think it's his fault. He, dude, he's like bottom three right now. Oh, uh, I know. It looks really, really bad. I mean, his what is it, like 82 or 83 save percentage? It's low. Yeah, it's really low. Yeah. His like estimated goals that he's given goals up is like 4.9. Yeah. yeah, that's it's, crazy. It high. Yeah, well, see, uh, the reason I ask is because the Red Wings have Thomas Grice, who's, I want to say he's like 35. But he's a veteran uh, tender, and uh, he's Kevin Lankinen. Kevin Lankinen, that's right. How old is he? He's thirty-two. Okay, twenty-six. So, twenty-six. Okay, okay. So he's pretty young still for the 26 NHL. Twenty-six is young. Yeah, especially well, for a goalie. That's the thing. Like uh, me. Yeah, Thomas Grice uh, is whatever I said 30, 34, 35, I think. The guy is nonstop, like just absolutely catching him left and right. And then Nedeljkovic is this 24-year-old kid comes skating in and just save after save after save. Who does save. he play for? The Red Wings. Oh. Dude, if oh. you have time, watch yeah. watch the the defense in the Red Wings-Panthers game from last week. Wait, was that the one uh, where the guy, like, has a crazy save where it, like, is totally open? They were, like, it was, like, save of the, the – they were calling it, like, save of the year – Already, like it was uh, maybe on top. Was it last week? Yeah, it was last. I think it week. might have been on top ten. Well, he uh, swats it away. Somebody rockets another shot. Robbie Fabry dives in front of it. It goes off of him. He stands back up. They shoot it again. Robbie Fabry does the exact same thing. Fucking jumps in front of it, and then Nedeljkovic saves another one. I don't think that's the one I saw, but there was one. I think it was a Red Wings one. Or might I don't think it was a goal. I think it was a save. Um, but there was basically a rebound. It hit the pole. And it rebounded basically right on the end of some dude's stick, and then he just rocketed in. And oh. it was literally like the fucking force, too. Yeah. He just like stuck his glove out. It didn't even look like he was looking. Was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and there was a huge hole. Like yeah. it could, I mean, his hand was in the right place at the right time. Yep. Um, I'm almost, I'm, I would bet, I don't know what I would bet. I don't know how to say a body part, but <laughs> don't want to get too bold. I'm pretty sure it was a red a red wing guy. Anyways, uh, so the WHA starts folding. Uh, was it money? Like, yeah. I mean, a lot of teams. It seemed like they just buckled. Yes, and it was like almost like a domino effect. 
um, most teams only lasted like three seasons. Some didn't even last two seasons. Yeah, yeah. And I can't imagine investing all this money into a city, building a rink, all the money into getting the players, doing all the merchandising, all the marketing. Like that is millions of dollars. Yeah. And then just to have it flop. Dude, yeah, absolutely. And the management was so poor. That was like the mm. worst thing. Man- the managers of the teams, the league, or everything. Yeah, the like organization. The, the corporate guys, yeah. They just didn't know what they were doing um, in terms of like sports marketing and things like that. I say that. It, not saying that I know anything about sports Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know a goddamn don't. thing about any of that. But uh, their managing was terrible. And uh, they couldn't get any investors or anything like that. Um, but I would say that like the legacy of the WHA is there and, and it goes further than just Wayne Gretzky. Of course. I mean, Wayne Gretzky is the greatest hockey player of all time. So it, he absolutely I cannot believe how high his records are. If I was a player now, it would be hard to be hopeful that I could ever beat some of his records. When you look <laughs> at how many other people have yeah. tried and they don't even come close. But Ovechkin is just, he's catching him. Really? He's catching him. Yeah. He, he might Oh, I I think he beat him on. Goals. I don't know how many seasons that guy has left in him though. Ah, uh, he's extended lot. through like twenty twenty four. I want to say that that dude is an animal. He's a machine. He reminds yeah. me of a Terminator. Yeah, he does. Like he even when he talks, like a T yeah. two unit. Dude. Yes, like yes. <laughs> think of it a lot. Um, and there's a couple. There are a couple of hockey players, and maybe it's because the accent accents that they have uh and they're real cold like post-game composure interviews but they're always just very short and mm-hmm. they just seem like di- i don't know uh like diagnostic running post-game yeah. report <laughs> <laughs> um but as far as the legacy i mean the, all these teams did fold from my you know weeks-long research and just videos here video there article here article there i, I would say that definitely it wasn't a uh a full-blown failure like yeah it was in the long run it's it was successful and it was successful in bringing more teams to more cities increasing hockey viewership getting more players involved basically expanding the opportunities that were available for young amateur players to become pro players Mm -hmm. um the the more the bigger media exposure it just kind of helped to blow up hockey more and then at the end 1979 when they have the merger you get the oilers that are brought into the fold Mm -hmm. um you get the hurricanes the coyotes uh did was austin still a team did they get brought in uh there's like four or five of them yeah they didn't get brought in with the wha yeah it was winnipeg became the coyotes uh, oh, and then they opened up another team then? Yeah, then they opened up another version of the, of okay, the Winnipeg yeah. Jets. Um, and then the Whalers, the New England Whalers became the Hartford Whalers. And then it was... Nordiques uh, to the Avalanche. Yep, Nordiques to the Avalanche. And then the Oilers remained. I mean, mm-hmm. originally in 1972, the Oilers were Alberta. And then they got switched over to Edmonton. And then the Whalers eventually became the Canes. Yeah, in like, what was that? It was in the 2000s, I think. Yeah, I don't it think it was in the, the 90s because Late I don't remember the Hurricanes. And another team, uh, speaking of the Hurricanes, Tuvo Teravainen. I really, really liked watching him when he played for the Blackhawks. They yeah. were, like, pumping him up. And this was in, gee, I think it might have been in college. It might have been, like, 15, 16, 17, uh, maybe the 15, 16 season. Uh, so the 14, 15 season, he was basically, like, on the reserve and started to play some playoff games and kind of worked his way in the lineup and then eventually was on the team for a season, and they traded him. 
Mm -hmm. And I don't remember what they traded him for, but I remember just being like, dude, that guy was cool. He had a cool last name. He was a a Scandinavian dude. Yep. Uh, And now he's kicking ass on the Hurricanes. Yeah. And so that's one of those teams, too. I'm just like, oh, what are the Hurricanes doing? How's Tuvo doing? Dude, talking to Hurricanes fans right now is so funny. They're all like, 83-0. We're going all the way. Because they're unbeaten right now. Um. Hurricanes and who else? There's another Panthers. team that's unbeaten. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And dude, Joel Quenville's a boss, dude. And like that, R. he's R. the one of the guys. He's dead. No, he's he quit. He resigned. When? On last Wednesday. I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah. wow. When the controversy with the Blackhawks came out, he no hit way. The road. Yeah. Shit, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow, that makes sense because. All the media was like, well, the last time we talked was on Thursday uh-huh. and about hockey, yep. and the media was white hot yeah. about that. And every single Blackhawk in any post-game interview, that's what was coming up. Was it? They were like, yeah, you lost. So let's talk about the controversy. Yep. Yep. So, um, wow, I didn't know that. But yeah. he was the coach of the Hawks when I started to get into him. Yes. And so I really I just liked him. A lot, and he was a guy when he went down to Florida. It was kind of fun to just see what he was doing down there. Created a badass team. Florida's been successful for Dude, a couple of years now. They are solid. Yeah, and it's the the last state of all of the states in all of the 50. It's the last state I would associate with hockey. Agreed. Only because, and I should say Florida, I mean uh, California, because they have three teams. Yes. Which doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, there's money out there. And yeah. there's bougie people. And I just, that's where that one makes more sense. And I like they have so many football teams and or baseball teams. Jesus. Anyways, California. Yeah. <laughs> California. Um, but yeah, I just, that, I, I need to look into that. I didn't know that. Wow. I need yeah. to look more into that controversy, actually. It's not time to talk about it here, but Dude, I'm just curious more about it. It is soul it's crushing. Gross. Yeah. It's soul crushing. Yeah. And, and it makes you, I mean, with all the U.S. Gymnast, gymnastic stuff that was going hell, on, dude. Yeah. there is so many things. It's like, dude, what was happening in just professional anything? Prior to phones and exposures and recordings and all that, like you just know, people were just getting the everything exploited, yeah. bodies included, yes. bodies everything behind. Yes. Um, but dude, to wrap things up, do you want to just talk a little? I mean, what else did you have on there? I mean, I, I, I we the only thing we didn't cover was Wayne Gretzky. I thought it might be kind of fun to talk about for some icing on the cake. Uh, yeah, let's just jump into Gretzky. Let's we'll just talk about why he's the man, why he's the best of all time. I mean. So he's one of those guys. Initially, when I had first gotten into hockey, my uh, mother-in-law Nancy was just like, would always mention Gretzky, and uh, he's one of those guys where I feel like I equate him to like the Michael Phelps of the hockey world, mm-hmm. because in Michael's prime, Phelps's prime, nobody could touch him, and even people who didn't give a shit about swimming, didn't know anything about even what the strokes were called, knew Michael Phelps. They knew his name. They knew his face. They knew about swimming because of him. Yes. And I feel like people know about hockey because of Wayne Gretzky. They associate that name just immediately with hockey. Um, he got brought on, like we said earlier, at 17. Um, and I just think that's ins- insane. To the Indianapolis Racers, played a few games for him, uh, and then Went into the Oilers, and by the time he's absorbed into the NHL, or the Oilers are absorbed in the NHL, he's already kind of got a name for himself. Mm-hmm. And then he just starts just pillaging. Yeah. Oh, my God. He just took off. 
Just completely. It's kind of fun watching some of his highlights, too, because he's another one of those guys I never really dug into. I was familiar with his name. I knew that basically he had a, most of the NHL records, seen his face, you know, uh, recognized the number 99, but hadn't really watched too many of his plays. And watching his behind-the-net stuff was really cool. Yeah, well, and he's... Kind of what he's known for, I guess. Oh, absolutely, and he's so interesting, like, as a person, too, because he's so humble. His composure was wacky. Yeah, yeah. Really wacky. He was way less arrogant than anybody of his ability yes. should be. Well, think about, like, Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan's a prick, but, like, Gretzky... I'm good and I know it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gretzky's just, like, so chill. He's so relaxed. He's so humble. I mean, he's got And the- I can't say that about really any other good hockey players. Like, a I- lot of hockey players have that... That edge to him, yeah. Yeah. I think the only one that always comes to mind is Pavel Datsyuk and Ovechkin, of course. It's a lot of the Russian players. Ovechkin still has a little bit of an ego, but I feel like it's dialed back only because of the cultural barrier. Yeah, that's true. Like, I bet in Russia, he's like, yeah, Yeah. what (laughs) up? He's the man, he's the man, yeah. Um, But, like, I mean, everybody will, you hear all the time, people, like, use the quote, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Mm -hmm. And, like, that got brought up on The Office, and, like, people say, like, oh, yeah, that's a Michael Jordan quote. quote. No, motherfucker, that's a Gretzky quote. Like People say that's a Michael Jordan one? Oh, I've heard that all the time. I have I had friends growing up all the time that would say, oh, yeah, well, you know that Michael Jordan quote, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. No, that is a Gretzky quote. Interesting. Keep I guess in I've always, yeah. mouth. <laughs> I guess shots does go into basketball, too. He shot it. Yeah, I I don't know. I did, it shows me how much I know about basketball. But <laughs> anyways, I just that's not one I really associated with that. Yeah, um, but it's weird, uh, almost how much of an impact this dude had. Like I said, people knew about hockey because of him. Uh, he you know had eight heart trophies, and I mentioned that earlier. If people like who are like don't even know about hockey, if you've made it this far in the podcast and you don't like hockey, then cheers to you. Um, <laughs> Seriously, uh, but the Hart Trophy is basically like the MVP of the league, basically, and he got that twice. Yeah. Or sorry, eight times. Yeah, he got eight that eight times, times yeah, yeah. and then got the Art Ross Trophy ten times, which is the most points accumulated. So, I mean, I, I don't know if you can get both at the same time uh, or if they were like alternating every other year because he was in the league for 23 years. Yeah, yeah. insane too. It's a long time. With 894 goals. That's insane. I misspoke earlier. I said something like Ovechkin passed him. No, Ovechkin didn't pass him, pass him, but I could see him being on track to pass him. That's what I I mean to make that distinction right now. I think that um, McGregor, though, or not McGregor. McDavid. Uh, McDavid. I keep doing that Connor McGregor because it's Connor. Yeah. Um, speaking of McGregor, dude, did you, have, you, uh, have you seen his – pinstripe suit Conor the UFC fighter Conor McGregor he has this pinstripe suit oh yeah and in the pinstripes it says fuck you yeah like all down it it's yeah j- it's so awesome it's so <laughs> boss but anyway sorry Conor McDavid another Oilers guy he's the one who I could see even being better than Ovechkin I could see that yeah he, he's not as big yeah well but I just but feel like thing. he's got the skill dude he's like also got Jedi mind trick skill he's got the blessing of Gretzky just weighing over yeah. the top. Of him. He <laughs> plays for the Oilers. Yeah, he's a, does he play? He's a center, isn't uh, he? I think he. I think he is a center. Yeah, and and he just the dude is a he's an animal, and he's so young. But yeah, Gretzky, eight hundred ninety four goals in one thousand four hundred eighty seven games. 
That's Didn't he have like twenty five hundred points in his life? Uh, it was one thousand sixteen, is what I'm seeing. Oh, okay. Uh, his assists is two thousand two hundred twenty three. Yeah, his team contributions in terms of points was two thousand eight hundred fifty seven okay. total, which is eight hundred ninety four goals plus the one thousand nine hundred sixty three assists. When they mentioned it was over like twenty five hundred in one of these videos, they were saying that like the people that are even coming close to it, I have a hard time breaking two thousand. Yeah, yeah, like in their whole entire career. Yeah. And, I mean, he played for the Oilers for a while. Then he gets switched over to the Kings. Yep. And what I had said earlier about him basically, you know, bringing this, the culture of hockey along with him to the Kings exposed it to all the Sunbelt area. Everybody gets, you know, their, I guess, panties uh, twisted up because he's in town and he just brings such a draw. Yeah. And then, you know, I think a lot of those teams that are in the Southwest, Kings, Coyotes, uh, I guess I don't know if you could really include San Jose. I would. Um, yeah, but, I mean, e- and then also the um, Avalanche. Like, yeah. To a, to a degree, the Avalanche maybe is in that same ballpark. Uh, and even Dallas, the Stars. Oh, um, fucking Stars. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan. That's <laughs> the one central team I don't really like that much. Are they even in Central anymore, or are they in the West? Uh, they switched it up when they uh, brought in the... Um, uh, the Kraken, which, again, I'm really excited to actually try to follow them. My mother-in-law was asking if I had had a chance to watch them yet, and I haven't. I mean, all those West teams, their games are so freaking late. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Any game that starts at 8.30, I can barely finish. Yeah, it exactly. It has to be like a 1-1 crazy edge-of-your-seat game for me to be like, oh, I'm staying up. Yeah, well, I hate to say this, but most of the Western teams really aren't worth watching yeah <laughs> like i really like the kings a lot um only because i really like Andre kovatar and i drew dowdy is if jomerson's not my favorite defenseman i think drew dowdy might uh-huh. be and it, he has a funny attitude like i really like his attitude just tough guy no teeth missing some teeth just i don't know he just has a cool cool vibe to him yes oh my god absolutely holy moly that was a lot of hockey dude um is there anything about the wha that we didn't mention that you wanted to say i I don't think so i mean since we got into gretzky and everything like that i think uh we gave him kind of his due diligence enough to where people can like say oh i i I can hear the name and I can match something to him, you yeah. know? So I think that was the biggest contribution of it. We talked about the impact of it and everything like that. But, I mean, the thing that I kind of want to leave people with is fucking watch hockey. Oh, I love it, dude. That's it, a really good <laughs> final thought. Yeah. Uh, if you have, I mean, I always hear people say, oh, hockey's cool, but I don't really understand the rules. Or, oh, hockey's cool, but I don't really know how to start getting into it. Or there's a lot of games, you mm-hmm. know, and... Honestly, just just watch it someday. I mean, that's how I feel about football sometimes or other sports. I'm like, look, there's a game on. I'll check it out. And instead of like flipping through it, if you don't custom, you know, accustomed to walking, excuse me, if you are not accustomed to watching hockey, uh-huh. then yeah, check it out. Yeah, don't worry about icing. Don't worry about offense. Don't worry about penalties or anything like that. I think icing is the hardest thing for people to understand. It is initially. It is. Um, yeah. Penalties are really straightforward, but just watch the flow of the game and, and, I mean, appreciate the skill of these people moving as fast as they're moving. It's insane. They hand coordination. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's a really great final thought. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. It's been yeah. an awesome podcast. Hour and a half of Hockey Talk. And, uh, I, I mean, we didn't it. even get into things about our favorite teams or the rules. There was a whole thing I was thinking about for the, the, you know, the history of hockey, but we just couldn't fit it in here. This is kind of a WHA look in. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully everything's going good in your guys' world. And uh, yeah, until next time.
Peace. Take care now. Bye-bye then.